Welcome to Based Liberty. I'm your host, Darren Wisely. I'm not politically correct, and I'm not afraid of the consequences for the things I say. I'm simply here to speak the truth as I see it from where I'm standing, and let the chips fall where they may. Welcome to Base Liberty, fellow thought criminal. Enjoy your stay. Welcome to Base Liberty, episode 49. Today is Monday, March 21st, 2021. And for those of you who are new to the show, I'm Darren Wisely. Some call me Mr. Perfect. Some just say I'm part of that group. And some don't even have the courtesy to mention my name. <laughs> Uh, but you can call me whatever you want. The reason I've made this show is to get people the truth. Almost everything out there is complete propaganda. Even some of the more truthful shows out there have to stay within the confines of approved thought, or as Tom Woods would say, the 3 by 5 index card of allowable opinion. So I don't deal in that paradigm. My hope is to get the truth out there to people. You look at CNN, the mainstream media, all these different channels, uh, they all parrot the exact same narrative. They might as well be state media. I mean, think about it. If, if the federal government had a state media, um, would, would they report anything any different than what goes on? I mean, just think about that. It really is complete propaganda. And I've discussed this over and over, just the constant lies they tell. And they really aren't hiding the ball anymore. Uh, it, it really is just crazy to me that people still believe the blatant lies. They really don't put much effort into keeping anything in check because they know they can just get away with it. People just believe anything. It's sad. It's a sad state of affairs. I mean, just like with Trump, as soon as uh, Biden's in office or his his puppet or his corpse or whatever they're toting around claiming to be him, falling downstairs and whatnot, you know. Well, you know, the lockdowns and mandates, maybe maybe they didn't help as much as we thought. Maybe we can start opening things up. I remember calling that exactly. <laughs> How convenient. And again, they, do, they don't even wait to make it somewhat realistic. And, and same thing with this uh, phone call. They took a tiny little clip off a 15-minute call and said that Trump was trying to, you know, fix an election or whatever. And if you listen to the full call, which I urge you to do, it's very clear that Trump is just asking a few questions. But, of course, the media takes exactly what they want, spins it uh, to fit their narrative and to get the results they want. And then, oh, they come out just a, couple, a week or two ago. Oh, I guess we messed up about that. Now that it's over and there's nothing you can do about it, yeah, I guess we messed up. Let's just move on. Let's move on. Nothing to see here. Complete lies propaganda. But for those of you who do want to know the truth, you've come to the right place. The purpose of this show is to get people thinking. For me, so much of what goes on is very confusing. Um, but if you just sit back, you think clearly, it becomes uh, much less so. They really do muddy the waters uh, with these mixed half-truths, completely false narratives, uh, contradictory information. And what it does is it muddies the waters to confuse us. 
And I can't overemphasize the importance of just thinking clearly. And that's one thing about this show. I won't tell you what you want to hear. I don't sugarcoat things. If you don't like my opinion, then too bad. I'm not going to change a thing. Because otherwise I just turn into all these other talking heads on TV and I'm just as bad as them. So I'm going to give you the whole hard truth and let the chips fall where they may. And hopefully you're open-minded enough to at least entertain what I have to say. But I do take feedback. I'm interested in your, your thoughts. Um, and I do do show requests. And some of these have been listener-generated episodes. So that's really cool. I really enjoy that. I love hearing what you guys want to hear and uh, discussing these really important topics. And an example of what I'm saying here is I got this text just a couple days ago. This is a guy I didn't even know. This really made my day. Uh, Not to get all sappy or anything, but it was cool. Um, I didn't know him. I didn't know he even listened, but he texted me saying he's a big fan of the podcast. And he said he's a big fan of consuming media that actually forces you to think critically. That meant the world to me because that's exactly the purpose of this show, to get you thinking beyond this false narrative you're given. The given narrative is almost never true. You don't have to agree with me on all these topics, but I just want to give you another angle so you can really start questioning things. You can draw your own conclusion, but you need to dig deeper. You need to see the whole picture And once you start thinking this way, you start thinking more clear. (laughs) And that can open some other problems because then you get so frustrated with the way things are, um, how crooked so many of these politicians, these big corporations, these bureaucrats, the judicial system, all this stuff that goes on um, and it's enraging and, and that people just buy into this. So that is frustrating knowing the truth, um, but it is relieving in some ways for me it's taken a big weight off my shoulder because as time has gone on for me I've started to see what's really going on but it's led to more confusion because things aren't adding up but the more you start taking the blinders off seeing the whole picture it's a weight off your shoulders because you go aha it makes sense now it really starts to make sense but you have to allow yourself to take that emotional tie to everything you've been taught, everything you've been told, and say, look, I'm just going to think logically, I'm going to look at the facts, and I'm going to draw conclusions based on facts and based on logical reasoning. So I hope if you get anything from my show, it's that it challenges some of your preconceived notions and gets you to dig deeper and think more critically. If you do that, then I've accomplished my goal. I'm happy. And like I said, that text was really encouraging because that's exactly what I'm trying to do. I mean, critically thinking really, unfortunately, is dead. Uh, We owe that to the media, all parroting the same narrative. And, uh, of course, indoctrination in government schools. I mean, that's kind of how you're going to get this communist dream that they laid out about 150 years ago. It's pernicious, but it's it's achieving the stated goal, certainly. And I want to continue the pursuit of liberty. Um, I'm undoubtedly very right-wing, but I'm 
but I'm live and let live. Uh, I want people to be free to make their own decision, and I certainly don't want government dictating what you can and can't do, because we all know how that's going to go, because that's the situation we're in right now. I mean, I'm a live and let live guy, um, although I'm becoming more of a get off my lawn guy, because I'm just so annoyed, irritated, agitated with just how downright stupid people are. I know I'm just one guy, so I need a lot more people on my team. And I don't know if we'll ever get to having any semblance of freedom that this country once had again. But if we can at least get the facts out there, it's certainly a start. Because people always say, well, what can we do about X, Y, or Z? Well, the first thing is just getting people to know the truth. I mean, how can you change a situation when no one even knows the situation is there? So if you like what we're doing, you want to get the truth out there. It's the only way we're going to change anything is to get this in people's heads. I mean, we don't need a majority on our side, but we do need a lot more. You can donate to the Patreon or on my Anchor page. Um, got a couple more donors this week. It's much appreciated. I mean, just 5 10 bucks a month. It can help us go a long way. Um, it's all going to be put back into the show for advertisement. And again, that's how we get the word out there. Look, I know times are tough. I get it. I really do. But you can always share this with your friends. It doesn't cost you a dime. You can leave us a five-star review. This way, more people are tuned in to what's really going on. And again, that doesn't cost you a thing. So any support's really appreciated. And I really do just love... Uh, making content, talking with you guys, discussing these topics to people who want to get beyond this this false narrative we're given and, and actually search for the truth. And if you want to follow me on other places, Twitter, Facebook, great. You can find all my episodes wherever you get your podcasts. There's probably a dozen platforms that I'm on, so that's not hard to find. But if you don't want to look all that up, you can go to my website, basedliberty.com, the name of the show. I've also been adding new things to the store. Just added another cool uh, End the Fed shirt, Bitcoin this week. So I know uh, Harvey will like that one. So I, I know uh, he's been on the show a couple times. Today I'm just going to talk about what a total fraud Tony Fauci is. And I've mentioned my utter disgust for this piece of human filth um, throughout several different episodes. I actually did an entire episode called Fauci the Fraud way back in October I think it's episode 28, but it's somewhere around there, but it's in October. Check that out if you haven't, because that'll give you some context going into this. Oh man, when I posted that episode, the Karens were up in arms after that one. He's a public servant! (laughs) It's just so laughable. The only thing he's serving is himself and Big Pharma. That's it. He's not serving the pub. Give me a break. This guy has done nothing but terrorize and destroy our country. Look, I understand a month or two into this why some people would still be trusting Fauci. But in October, I think the inconsistencies, there were so many of them that it's like, come on, you can't really still be believing this clown, can you? And they do. And they don't only just trust him. Uh, They put their faith in him like he's a deity. It's, it's this COVID liturgy, and it's very creepy. It's a cult. And you know, I just love smashing all the fallacies, all the hypocrisy, because I am so sick of being told complete lies. 
all the time, living in this fantasy. I've been done pretending a long time ago. Um, I really don't like pretending that we're in this huge worldwide pandemic. I mean, we're over a year into this thing. If it were a pandemic in the sense of a national emergency, which they're claiming to use these powers for, people would be down on the streets. If this was as bad as they're saying, then you might as well take the mask off and you're either going to die or you're not and just get it over with. <laughs> this little stupid diaper isn't going to help. You would need an air filter system. <laughs> and I'm sure the Karens are going to come after me for this, but uh, <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't know how people still believe this just complete nonsense, this lunacy you know, over a year into this. I mean, one of these Karens, after last episode I made about him, got so mad, she had to go in and talk to the manager, but the problem was she had four masks on her face and she couldn't see where she was going. Just, he's been inconsistent from the very beginning. I mean, don't you remember a year ago when it was all about, uh, oh, don't wear a mask, you don't need it. It's like uh, catching a mosquito in a net. <laughs> We have these toilet paper shortages. You didn't need a mask while you were wrestling people at the store for the last roll of toilet paper. No social distancing, huh? I guess there wasn't that either. Reminds me of that one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie I remember as a kid where he's getting this toy for his kid at Christmas. It's like the last one. And the whole movie's about all this trouble he goes to for it. I can't remember the name, but it's, it, the whole toilet paper thing kind of brings me back to that. But we're here. We're here now a year later, and the script has totally changed. Well, I should say, it's just constantly changing. <laughs> and that's the whole problem, and that's how you know it's a lie. I've repeatedly hit him on the inconsistencies with masks, vaccines, lockdowns, all of this nonsense. So I'm not going to belabor that. You can check out my other episodes for that information if you haven't yet. I'm not really a big fan of the whole concept of Gitmo, but if anyone deserves to go there, it is him along with uh, a couple of these governors. Talk about crimes against humanity. So, I'm sure a lot of you know, Senator Paul got a chance to lay into Tony Fauci once again. And I really appreciate Dr. Paul having the courage to put this guy to the test, because almost no one else will. And that's why he's been able to run around uh, with his big Pinocchio nose, parroting lies, and just outright deceiving people. Our Lord and Savior, Tony Fauci, whatever he says we must do. It's just so pathetic. This guy's an obvious liar. People, but they're just going to listen to him. They're brainwashed. But it does encourage me, and it's much needed encouragement with everything going on, as a matter of fact, for Fauci the fraud to be grilled in the public setting where everyone can see it. Now the problem is, People are so brainwashed at this point, they will just simply ignore it. You can have them watch it, and they'll make excuses for them. It's the whole Stockholm Syndrome thing I've been talking about. It's too much cognitive dissonance to accept that their saint is a pathetic sociopath who is willing to destroy everything to remain relevant and in power. I know listeners of this show are interested in the truth, so that does encourage me, and, we can, and that's why we can talk about it. Fauci. In a recent British study, David Wiley and others found that 
No symptomatic reinfections from COVID-19 after following 2,800 patients for several months. In fact, there have been no reports of significant numbers of reinfections after acquiring COVID-19 naturally. Shane Crawdy, a virologist at La Jolla Institute for Immunology, concludes from his experiments that the amount of immune memory gained from natural infection would likely prevent the vast majority of people from getting hospitalized disease, severe disease, for many years. In this study, which was published in Science, Dr. Crody showed that antibody levels stayed relatively constant with only modest declines over six to eight months. Dr. Crotty reported that notably memory B cells specific for the spike protein or RBD were detected in almost all COVID-19 cases with no apparent half-life at five to eight months after infection. In other words, Dr. Crotty found significant evidence of long-term immunity after COVID infection. Furthermore, Dr. Crotty noted B-cell memory to some other infections has been observed for as long as 60-plus years after smallpox vaccination, or even 90 years after a natural infection with influenza. That was a woman who got the Spanish flu, still showed immunity 90 years later. So rather than being pessimistic towards people gaining immunity after they've had COVID or had a vaccine, studies argue for significant optimism. In fact, there have been no scientific studies arguing or proving that infection with COVID does not create immunity. There have been no studies showing significant numbers of reinfections. Of the 30 million Americans who have had COVID, only a handful of reinfections have been discovered. In fact, the New York Times reported last fall more than 38 million people at the time worldwide had been infected with the coronavirus, and as of that date, fewer than five of these cases had been confirmed by scientists to be reinfections. Scientists interviewed for the article concluded, in most cases, a second bout with the virus produced milder symptoms or none at all. Given that no scientific studies have shown significant numbers of reinfections of patients previously infected or previously vaccinated, what specific studies do you cite to argue that the public should be wearing masks well into 2022? I'm not sure I understand the connection of what you're saying about masks and reinfection. We're talking about people who have never been infected before. You're and telling everybody to wear a mask, whether they've had an infection or a vaccine. What I'm saying is they have immunity, and everybody agrees they have immunity. What studies do you have that people that have had the vaccine yeah. or have had the infection are spreading the infection? If we're not spreading the infection, isn't it just theater? No, it's not. Have a vaccine and you're wearing two masks. Isn't that theater? No, that's not. here we go again with the theater. Let, let's get down to the facts. Okay, the studies that you quote from Crotty and Sete look at in vitro examination of memory immunity, which in their paper they specifically say this does not necessarily pertain to the actual protection. It's in vitro. And what so right there, here's another inconsistency. There have been no deaths from individuals who have had COVID and gotten it again or people who have been vaccinated. But yet, Fauci still wants us to wear masks, even if you've been vaccinated or already had the COVID. And just as Dr. Paul said, quite eloquently, it's all theater. It's all political theater. If Fauci had his way, we'd be wearing masks the rest of our lives. Maybe two masks. Maybe bubble wrap down the road. It just doesn't make sense 
to have these precautions for reinfection. <laughs> and I love Fauci. I don't understand what... Yeah. You don't understand. That's, that's the whole problem. And yet you're telling everyone else what they have to do. Let me finish the response to your question, if you please. The other thing is that when you talk about reinfection and you don't keep in the concept of variance, that's an entirely different ballgame. That's a good reason for a mask. In the South African study conducted by J&J, they found that people who were infected with wild type and were exposed to the variant in South Africa, the 351, it was as if they had never been infected before. They had no protection. So when you talk about reinfection, you've got to make sure you're talking about wild type. I agree with you that you very likely would have protection from wild type for at least six months if you're infected. But we in our country now have variants that are circulating. Significant reinfection. What study shows significant reinfection, hospitalization, and death after either natural infection or the vaccine. It doesn't exist. There is no evidence that there are significant reinfections after vaccine. In fact, I don't think we have a hospitalization in the United States after the two-week period after the second vaccination. We yeah, you have a death in the United States. You're not hearing what I'm saying about variants. We're talking about wild type versus Variants and what now proof is there what proof is there that there are significant reinfections with hospitalizations and death from the variants? None in our country. Zero. Well, because we don't have a prevalent of a variant yet. We're having one. Let I finish. So once again, it's this whole concept of reinfection, and Fauci right there says, "Well, we don't have an example of a variant to use." Well. So what, are we supposed to wait around to have one before we can ever go back to something semi-normal? That's the problem with these clowns is that their models don't work. Human beings are complex creatures and Fauci's up here as a public health expert, which whatever that even means, it's a made up thing. <laughs> um, you know, punching in numbers into a spreadsheet and thinks he can predict What's going to happen to human beings? There's so many different factors. And when all we do is crunch some numbers and think you're going to get some concrete information, well, that it just doesn't work that way. It doesn't work at all. And when have any of these type of models ever been right? I mean, there isn't a case. Why? Because, again, human beings are far too complex um, I mean, if, if you could just plug in things to a spreadsheet, you could solve almost any problem in the world. <laughs> so this whole thing is ridiculous. But, you know, Fauci's just treating us like a bunch of lab rats. Oh, well, once we this variance, we'll, we'll do uh, X, Y, and Z. I mean, he wants us wearing masks or two masks into 2022, even if you're vaccinated. I mean, it's just downright ludicrous. 117 that's becoming more dominant policy based on conjecture no you it, have the it isn't based on variants so you some you won't be able to wear a mask for another couple of years no you've been vaccinated and you parade around in two masks for show no you can't get it again there's almost there's virtually zero percent chance you're going to get it and yet you're telling people with them that have had the vaccine who have immunity you're defying everything we know about immunity by telling people to wear a mask who've been vaccinated yeah. Instead, you should be saying there is no science to say we're going to have a problem 
from the large number of people being vaccinated. You want to get rid of vaccine hesitancy? Tell them quit wearing their mask after they get the vaccine. You want people to get the vaccine? Give them a reward instead of telling them that the nanny state's going to be there for three more years and you've got to wear a mask forever. People don't want to hear it. There's no science behind it. Well, I love that. The policy based on conjecture. That is absolutely true. Just plugging in the numbers, and and that's the policy with with very, very incomplete, uh, unrealistic, unsubstantiated information. And again, I pointed this out in multiple episodes, but if these vaccines work, why do you have to wear a mask? (laughs) What's the point of getting the vaccine then? I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just... are not theater masks are protective and we have immunity there theater if you already have immunity you're wearing a mask to give comfort to others you're not wearing a mask because of any sign i i totally disagree with you (laughs) i love it Rand paul has just had it up to here with fauci and i have too but i'm glad he's he's not taking this just you got to put your foot down and i'm i'm thankful that dr paul is willing to do that um, because it is theater. You get a vaccine, you're wearing two masks. I mean, it's ridiculous. I don't know if it's more ridiculous that he's doing this or that people go along with it. The emperor has no clothes. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Dr. Fauci is a total fraud. Go through all the conflicting statements he's made in the past year, or just listen to this conversation. I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't. If you could um, respond to the question so that we could all understand the difference between the vaccine and uh, controlling the wild type versus the variants that are out there and the reason for wearing a mask, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, yes. First of all, when you have a variant, you have an immunity that you get with convalescent Sarah and the same sort of thing. If I vaccinate you or me against the wild type, you get a certain level of antibody that's specific for a particular viral strain. If there's a circulating variant, you don't necessarily have it. You have some spillover immunity to be sure, but you diminish by anywhere from two to eightfold the protection. So the point I'm saying is that there are variants in now circulating. The point that Senator Paul was making was that if you look at wild type only, there is some clear cut credence to what he's saying, but we are living right now in a situation where we're having a dominance of 117, which was the original UK. We have a very troublesome variant in New York City, a 526. We've got two variants in California, a 427, 429, and we have a number of others. So we're not dealing with a static situation of the same virus. That was the only point I'm making. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, Senator Murphy. Wow. Just wow. Fauci's just going to keep double down, keep shifting the narrative. Um, he, he was really flustered there. Um, look up that video if uh, you want to see that. That's the whole thing. Well, now we have to worry about these variants. So basically, since there's no studies on this variant, which Fauci admitted to, then what are you going to do? Basically, what he's saying is we have to be locked down, wearing masks, 
living in this Orwellian nightmare until they can prove that we're safe. Well, how do you prove something that hasn't occurred yet? I mean, you can use this in so many uh, different situations. If something isn't there, how can you test it? How can you prove whether it's going to be harmful or not? I mean, it doesn't make any sense, right? You can't do anything until they prove it's 100% safe. I mean, what if, what if I go to the store to get groceries? Can I prove driving my car on the highway that I'll be safe? No, of course not. But I'm not going to, you know, never leave, never drive anywhere because I can't prove before the fact that I'll be safe, same with walking down the street, anything in life. You might not wake up in the morning. So you're going to not go to bed tonight? You could die in your sleep. You can't prove that you, you'll wake up in the morning. I mean, it's ridiculous. This is so unscientific. And that's the thing with all these Karens. Trust the science. Well, this isn't science. The science is on our side. There's so many people, look at the Great Barrington Declaration, that have come out against this madness, but their voices are stifled because they don't fit the narrative. How is this science? You have to stay in your home until these variants comes, and then we can test them. And then, I mean, it, it just doesn't make any sense. There's never been a time in history for anything like this. <laughs> I mean, he's the one who's been making people wear masks for the past year, and he can't prove that they've done anything. And they haven't. The facts, the data backs that up. <sighs> There's no deaths from people who've had the vaccine or who have already had COVID and have it again. That's it. I think worrying about it is overrated anyways, unless uh, you have a health condition that's severe, an immuno immunodeficiency, you're elderly, something like that. And I've made that very clear, but if we're going to play in their world for a little bit, the facts still show there's no reason to continue this madness. Dr. Paul just nailed him. This is all political theater. If you don't know by now, it is abundantly clear everything this fraud Tony Fauci is doing is political theater. And I'm just going to end on this. If they have to prove that we'll be safe before life can go back to normal, then we are never going back to normal. So unless that changes, this is how it's going to be. Keep that in mind. Because they can never prove we're going to be safe. Sometimes I'm waiting for someone to pinch me and see if I've been dreaming this whole time. But hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. And I do appreciate all of you who tune in who haven't given up. We got to keep getting the truth out there. The lies are becoming more and more obvious. We're, we got to keep pointing them out. I mean, people are going to slander you. You don't care about people well they're the ones who don't care about people because they're the drones parroting they don't have their own opinions they're just parroting what people tell them and they feel i'm so smart <laughs> no you're a buffoon is what you are so it's they're just so emotional they <laughs> yeah 
So take care. Hey, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I hope you have a great week. And um, hopefully I can get another episode out this week. We'll see. If not, I'll talk to you next week. Take care.